What's good, people? You are now listening to Black Current Podcast with Patsy Aisha. Since the Black Lives Matter movement blew up globally around the world from the tragic murder of George Floyd, I really wanted to hear from my people, black and brown people, their stories, their talent and their joy, but also the struggles and the hardships they've had growing up black and brown in the UK. I want to raise awareness, inspire, start conversations, pop in bubbles. This is how we continue to get better and be better together. In this series of episodes, you will hear from some of my closest friends and how it's been for them growing up. Welcome to Black Current Chats with Patsy. Hey guys, it's Patsy here. I really wanted to start this podcast, this kind of series, to talk about race. A lot of people want to run away when anyone talks about racism. Everyone kind of feels a little bit awkward. But what I really want to do and have these conversations with really close friends of mine and just talk openly about like the experiences that we have been through. I'm going to talk about work, growing up, colorism microaggressions so today i have brought on one of my <laughs> best friends oh jasmine waterfall oh my god you're cracking me up <laughs> <laughs> jasmine just to start off let's just tell everybody who you are what your background is your heritage and where you are currently living right now i'm currently living in dubai i'm mixed so my mum's English and my dad's Jamaican and I grew up around Cambridge. I'm currently 24, loving life. That is the vibe I like. Do you want to say how we met? We met each other through a friend of ours that we're still friends with now and we had a couple of drinks and straight away we just sort of bonded just because we could both speak about what we sort of feel like it is being mixed race and also just coming from sort of different backgrounds and having... I don't know I don't want to make it I don't want to say sides but you know in different social circles and what it's like socializing in both of them I think yeah. we connected because we could speak on those things because I think at the time we were hanging around with quite a few different black boys and mixed boys I felt like we were the only mixed girls in the group exactly Do you know what I don't know if I've ever told you this but I was really nervous to meet you oh really I didn't think you were a bad person or anything our mutual friend Jordan had hyped you up so much and I thought oh my do you know what like it's going to be one of those girls that looks down on you and it makes you feel so small you know you're constantly like competing even though that's not you yeah I'm so nervous because I do think sometimes obviously it's a whole different topic but between women there can be some passive aggression yeah you know with certain sort of women that is a competition and maybe definitely if you have a similar ethnic background it's a competition because you have to fight for your identity kind of make your voice the most heard and obviously even though those things don't matter at all but you never really know so I can see why you thought that but in reality we literally bonded straight away and it's really funny it's really cringy we always laugh about it but basically we're at this club and there was like this balcony above the club so you could see everybody below you (laughs) and then we were just like I don't know what we were doing we were like swinging back and forth (laughs) 
Yeah, we thought we were the new pussycat dolls, pretty much. <laughs> and then we just remained friends. But I think a, a massive bond between Jazz and I was the fact that we were mixed race and we could relate, but we didn't have to explain or try and dim our light or anything yeah. other than be who we are. Yeah, and it wasn't a sort of like, oh my God, we're lighties, like, you know, that sort of stereotype of university really highlights the social groups that you surround yourself with mm. because they are in university they are kind of divided either through sports or race or culture or music or whatever you're into they are sort of separated mm. so I think it was just nice to find someone who feels like they delve into different ones and doesn't necessarily fit just in one sort of circle yeah you are right because like if we look at me and you individually music wise I think we have completely different music tastes and like our hobbies were pretty different but yeah we have the same mindset which kind of brings us together I think no definitely yeah I don't know if white people get this I don't think they have or I can relate to you because you're white but I do think being a person who is of color you do have that extra thought process I think initially it's something that you're kind of become hyper aware of just because other people other people make it so aware so if I did feel like you know my friend I resonated with a group of friends and they were from English background and didn't have any sort of mixed heritage or from or didn't have any color in this whatever like that then you know I might then go see my friends from you know the African community or my Jamaican friends or whatever and they might say to me oh I see that you hang around with them and that might be a bit of a joke vice versa I might have white friends and they might see me go to like the groups and hanging around and going to the raves and stuff with more colored people Mm. and then they might feel like oh you know can I speak to her do I fit in have you gone a bit too black for me now yeah yeah exactly are they looking at they kind of think oh oh she's a bit um is she too black for me to talk to her now do you know what I mean? And mm. it's not me that feels that way. It's it's sort of an awareness that other people comment on, which is really silly. Do you feel though that because you have different groups and you can you can kind of be flexible with who you are? And I'm not saying that you are you're putting on a fakeness when you're around different types of people or different circles, but yeah. do you feel like you can just kind of merge into different kind of settings yeah. I don't know if merge is the right word but do you know what mm. I'm saying yeah I would say I have a dynamic personality at the end of the day I'm always going to be me mm. and I know you know who I am I've, you know I think that's constantly a journey figuring out who you are and that's why I think it's a good thing about you know being dynamic with delving into different things because then you do discover more of who you are but we all have different sides to our personality I think it's some people might say I'm like this I'm like this and that's it but I think if you're open-minded then actually and you're into different things of course you're going to have different groups and different social circles Mm. and it doesn't mean that you're changing it just means you can relate to certain people for certain things like you know you have your friends like you have your one friend that you like to go out with because you have a good time yeah and you have your one friend that you call when you're having a bad day and you have your one friend do you know what I mean they're all your friends yeah but you just need them for different things or you value them for different aspects of your life Mm -hmm. or you know that one person isn't as deep as the other so you really need that deep conversation so you'll go to that individual and not your other yeah I get you I'm the same I have so many different people with so many different walks of life and I think like I only think that happened through university because I I was in a different location 
with so many different people from around the world and without going to university I wouldn't have had that I think you get to an age where you're like if someone's to put it frank chatting shit about things you know that are tedious and are silly like oh you're doing this and you're surrounded by a lot of white people oh she thinks she's white or Mm. you know I might be like connecting with my black friends or my family or whatever I think you just grow out of the point of caring if what people think, basically. It's hard to grow out of that because everybody else is kind of going through it as well. They're all kind of feeling, you know, they need to be a certain type of way or be a person that other people are telling them to be. And it really does take, like, inner strength to, like, get out of that. You know, I think about it, it's just so weird that society and, like, people and uh, human nature they really put like a force on like your identity and like saying what you are like I feel like it's like there's this need to be such like a static identity and like this is me when really it's just like we all like different things you know we're all in different vibes you know one day I have rice and peas and the next day I might have fish and chips (laughs) I I knew you were going to say fish and chips yeah but why can't it be chill like that yeah 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 yeah. die hard one thing like why has it got to be these sides it's like do you know what it's so true because like really I grew up with my white side of my family Mm. so you know they they cook to British food do you know what I mean whereas I would say a lot of my black friends or Jamaican friends especially will say oh my god why are you not eating a b and c and I'm thinking because I'm not and like a lot of the time people like why do you not eat rice why not eat rice and peas and I'm like first of all rice makes me sick and second (laughs) I've only just started to like peas so that is why you've got to defend your identity by the decisions that you're making in life as simple as food as simple as food and that is just crazy like you know man like it's in my roots it's in my blood like you know the connection I have to my roots has got nothing to do with you does anyone ever made you feel like you're more white or they'll make you go oh you're really black do you know what I mean you're really black today I've experienced both like literally both sides you know I remember at university we was going out I was with these African guys and my friend and this guy just kept like this I think they were part of a dance group or something like that anyway like persistently kept asking me like what are you more black or more white and I think that was a normal question and maybe to some people it is a normal question but that's not right like how are you going to try and make me pick a side like and be like mm. are you white or you know what if you're asking me which am I more influenced by or you know what was my heritage growing up or then I will tell you but you can't be like are you more white or are you more black because my mum's mm. white you know and my dad's black I mix that's a race of its own mixed race <laughs> exactly why can't you leave it as that if you ask me I'll say well my dad left when I was 15 so that I didn't get all of you know this social influence however I did still have a Caribbean upbringing do you know what I mean if I was naughty I'd get caned on the other hand I remember with my old airline we'd been out for drinks in Singapore yeah I had a few drinks or whatever and the next day a couple of the girls who were British commented like oh when you get drunk your black side comes out obviously at work I obviously speak more formal because that's my job but probably yeah. you know I'm just chatting like whatever and when you're drunk people do come out of their shell a bit more you're just no, no, being no. a bit more confident with the alcohol yeah a bit like I don't know to be honest but I was drunk I weren't even like focusing on these things you don't even but... remember <laughs> I don't even remember but obviously to her however I was talking is black it was a shock to her 
Either yeah, way. it was a shock to her. So it's like, I don't, it's just like, I don't know, because for me, that's me. Like, mm, yeah, I get that. So you've just touched on airline, air hostess. Mm. Oh, my girl, flying international. <laughs> well, not at the minute, but. Oh, yeah, yeah COVID times, yeah. So with work, what's the strongest memory you've had, like racism, while you've been at work? Black people and people of colour definitely was the minority, for sure. Like, it was it was rare that I would fly with someone. You know, there was that sort of... And even from training, I think I definitely felt different to the other girls. Not necessarily because of race, but we definitely couldn't relate. Racism is funny. It wasn't like... I never experienced, like, a blunt-out racism you know nowadays people aren't gonna I mean some people do but I personally I feel in the UK people aren't openly mm, don't say it with their chest basically do yeah. you know what I mean no one's gonna point well they may but no one really point blank says blah 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 that's yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah. they know they're gonna dig themselves a hole and mm. they don't want to do that and put themselves in an awkward position so it just comes across as passive you mentioned like microaggressive so that's what I experienced maybe like with my hair when I had my hair in braids and just being questioned by management of like can you have your hair like that just little things like that one girl being told that her tights were too dark with the airline we have to have a certain denier in tight color because we used to have to wear black sort of opaque tights but they had to be 10 to 15 denier no lighter no darker and the management said to the girl oh it's too dark and she said you know this is the right denier it's just the color of my skin 10 to 15 thickness is just like a shine on your your skin so whatever skin color you are underneath will show through more yeah especially if you're darker they're just see-through of a great Yeah, amount. basically. Great yeah, basically. Yeah. Bit BB cream, but for tights. My current airline, I mean, because they're really big on multiculturalism here and everyone who does work from the airline does come from different backgrounds because that's part of their selling point is that yes. the cabin crew and the flight attendants will be from all over the world. So when you do fly with the airline, you'll see us cabin crew and none of us will look the same. You know, you have yeah. blonde wives from Norway, you have, you know, someone from Kenya, you have someone from London with a mixed heritage like me. Everyone is just, it's just such a mixed pool. And now I don't experience that because everyone nice. has got their own story, uh, which is really nice. I've just got reminded of like the ignorance some people have. I was wearing my blouse and I did have a black bra on underneath. I didn't think you could see it. I was in a rush. You couldn't really see it, but I wanted to just check with the girls to make sure. If not, I would put on my waistcoat or my blazer. One of the girls said, oh, well, isn't your skin black anyway? We have no. we have different pigments. We have different shades. We have, do you know what I mean? So why yeah. are they just trying to put you in that one box anyway? Yeah. Listen, I'm mixed race. Chef, I'm wearing a black bra. You can see I've got a black bra. You're not even asking. Bra. You're just asking about if you can see the bra. Not. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm trying to talk about race here. Like I'm just seeing if you can see my bra because otherwise I'll need to do a quick change. And I just need you to be my mirror. I knew you couldn't see it, but I just wanted to double check for my colleagues because I will get in trouble for something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think a lot of the time people don't think before they speak. Yeah. It hurts a lot of people when you're not thinking. A hundred percent. Because a lot of people who work here now for this airline might come from a country that don't really have black people or people of colour. So they are coming to this airline and it's new to them. They're not, they're not really seeing people that look like me with curly hair or whatever or from... Do you know what I mean? Because where mm. they're from, they don't really have it. So if you've got questions, that's cool. Like, I have questions about your sort of background. Mm. However, like you're saying, just think before you speak. I'm still trying to learn a lot about so many different things. But I have that conversation more privately, mm. more one-on-one. And mm. I openly say, 
I'm really sorry. What I'm trying to say is not trying to offend you. I'm just trying to know more. If you don't want to have that conversation with me, then I will understand. I know I can go and research it. I can Google it. I can buy a book. I can watch something on Netflix, I'm sure, to educate myself. Yeah. But I would only be saying this if I was friends with this person. Yeah, you're not... Not, not acquaintance. Not, yeah, not acquaintance, because obviously people might not, not know this, but every time we fly, we fly with some, someone different. So our team is never the same. You completely mm. always fly with someone new. But yeah, just to like generalise, I've never had someone be blunt out nasty racist like that sort of racism to my face however I do I have felt microaggressions at work Mm -hmm. comments that people will say that just make you think you know what goes through your head if they're saying these things sort of passively then I think what is that stemming from like what do you actually think of people of color when you see them you know like what how much are you not saying yeah, I've not thought about it that way, actually. It's what goes through my mind. Do you know what I mean? If- Get you. How does it make you feel, though, when you are working, especially, so you're trying to keep that level of professionalism and people are kind of saying things that are really not appreciated at the time or ever, but, you know, while you're working, how does how are you meant to keep your posture? I always keep my head up. And even inside, if I'm feeling like, you know what, well, I can't relate with these people, I don't, you know, I don't feel like I necessarily fit in, I keep my head held high and I represent, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I represent people of colour I represent who I am and where I've come from and I'm not gonna let people make me feel inferior just because they've never met someone like me or they've never had the chance to speak to people of colour and yeah. have you know get out these questions and the things and these thoughts that go through their head. Which is a shame because really what I've taken from what you've been saying about work, if there is a company that really pushes multicultural then there's going to be more chance of better communication better work ethic better everything because there's not just one group of people and then there's people being isolated yeah exactly and people love to see it like Alan I work for now people love it you know a passenger's always asking on where you're where are you from and where's she from and what language does this person speak it it is really amazing and I love it. I love walking into the briefing room before a flight and you just see a crowd of people that look completely different, come from a completely different background and we all chat and we all laugh and we all talk about things, some that we can relate on, some that we can't, but it's amazing to hear it and I love that I get the opportunity just mm-hmm. to learn more about different cultures. It comes down to the individual at the end of the day in terms of like, how open-minded that person wants to be in a way I think it does come down to having the mindset of wanting to reach out and be bigger than who they are number one self-aware and number two socially aware you know some people are very susceptible to the way that society has programmed them and programmed stereotypes of people however some people are smart enough or have experienced that these stereotypes you know, aren't always true or nearly never true and actually just got to go out of your way to speak to people to learn these things. Because if you let what the, you see in the media shape and form your ideas of what these people are, then you're just living in a box. 
but some people don't want to step out the box and it's not I'm not it's not my job to force you out the box if you don't step out of your own box you don't have to learn you don't have to do anything different yeah. and you're yeah. living an easy life yeah. and but is that easy that? life a fun life do you know what I mean like are you yeah. getting those yeah, new yeah. experiences yeah. yeah and for certain people why would they because mm-hmm. the way society is built is built for someone like you why do they need to do it because they've never they've never had those sort of feelings yeah. it's only you know people who've experienced the backlash and the negative side of these things that say hey but what we need is the people who benefit from the system to say actually you know these people are cool let's just even the scoreboard a little yeah. bit or let's just not be let's not be intimidated because she looks different to me but no thank you jazz it's been so interesting to listen and hear your point of view on being one mixed race and two just working and being mixed race and a lot of people like you say are in boxes and not realizing that they are in their own bubble it comes down to people's own fear yeah no thank you i mean it was nice for me to to talk about these things with you always i mean we always talk about it anyway yeah we do but i I appreciate it every time basically and i love it every time i think it's conversations that we need to have because it is sometimes it makes me uncomfortable I, i feel silly sometimes talking about these things but actually you know we just need to have these conversations more often and make light of them and then it wouldn't be such a big thing and so much tension if we could just speak about it freely I agree with all kinds of people like you say if you are feeling silly about things most of the time you speak to somebody else and they feel the same you're you're bringing that wall down for yourself when you're openly communicating with someone and I think it comes down to people you trust you know yeah 100% Thank you for listening to Black Current Chat, hosted by me, Patsy Aisha. If you want to continue this conversation, then holler at me. I'll put my details in the description box. If you want to listen to any more content by Black Current Podcast, then check us out on Apple or Spotify. And a massive thanks to my guests. Thank you for sharing your stories, your journeys, and you to the table. Every conversation counts. Let's keep Black Lives Matter movement a movement and not a moment. Until next time, I've been Patsy Aisha.